following episode contains mature content and is not advised for listeners under the age of 18. Parents and sensitive listeners be advised. The following is purely the opinion of Mike of the Mike's Opinion Podcast. Scott LaRock, back in the late 80s, Tupac, the notorious B.I.G., otherwise known as Biggie, Big L, Freaky Ty, Jam Master J, X Extension, Nipsey Hussle, King Vaughn, Mo 3, Young Dolph, Trouble, and lately, PNB Rock, and now take off from the Migos. Dead. Black men dead. Rappers. Dead. Niggas kill niggas. Right? When I decided to do this episode... I, I thought about a lot of, a lot of things. There's so much that I want to say. So much that I have said. I've heard many people, particularly notable people, what we call famous people, <laughs> the blue check verified people, right? They're verified. They're officially a human. Saying this shit's got to stop. We say it every time. This shit's got to stop. This shit's got to stop. It don't stop. In fact, it's been going on since the beginning of time. Something's wrong with human beings. And while a wider, broader scope about the dysfunction and problems with human beings is going to be saved for a later episode, this episode is about and for my black people. I am a black man. Have been all my life and always will be. And I need to state unequivocally and plainly, I am not a racist. I am not a bigot. I am not hateful towards any race, any gender, any religion. 
I am not hateful toward anyone. I hate no one. I have friends and acquaintances, associates of all races, colors, cultures, and genders. So, there are some things I may say here today in this episode that may be misconstrued as me being more favorable to black people. As a black man, and given the history, recent history, the last millennia or so of black people in not only the United States of America in which I reside, but the world. But I'm going to focus mostly on America, recent times, and black people in America, and more particularly black men. So, I'm recording this just after midnight, November 2nd. I drop on Wednesdays at 12.01 p.m. Central Time. Been doing my best to stay consistent. I learned about takeoff, being murdered in Houston earlier, I call it today, even though it's technically the second, but the first of November, Tuesday, day after Halloween. My understanding, as it's being reported, he was shot somewhere in the head or neck area um, outside of a private party in a bowling alley place in Houston during a dice game. That's my understanding. And those are being released as the facts at this time. 28 years old. As y'all know, I'm in my mid-50s. As many of you know, long-time listeners in particular, I grew up in New York City, primarily Harlem and the Bronx. I'm no stranger to death, violence, murder. The reason why I'm sitting here today in a suburb of Dallas, Texas, living that suburban life, I'm a father and a grandfather, I'm a brother, I'm a husband, is because when my mans and them, and it wasn't always the case, but when my mans and them was going to do what they was going to do, I said, nah, I'm going over here. Sometimes it was unavoidable. At the park, run up on them quick, pow, pow, right there in front of me. I had nowhere I could go. If the bullets was meant for me, I would have caught that. 
didn't happen though. I know a lot of dead people. I know a lot of imprisoned people. A lot. It never made sense to me. It never made any sense to me. It just happened so that I was born into that environment. I've been mad at people. I've been furious at people. Never once did I have the desire to kill that person. This problem, this situation, this what some are now calling an epidemic is nothing new in the big picture of humans. With black man on black man or just black on black. I never liked that term. But black on black murder. There's something seriously Missing. It's an awareness that's missing. During the 60s, during the civil rights movement, peace, brother, what's up, black? We had for the most part, a bigger majority than now. We had a cohesiveness. We had a bond just because of our skin color. There are many that target us just because of our skin color. We experience prejudice and racism and bigotry just because of our skin color. Living in the burbs where I live now, I'm definitely not wholly accepted. I can say good morning. You know, I go for walks in my neighborhood. My wife and my son used to walk my dog before my dog passed. The looks just because of the color of my skin. I don't dress like a thug. I also don't pretend to be white. But I'm a businessman. I conduct and carry myself accordingly. Not that that should really matter, but it does. How you present yourself matters. How you present yourself, what you wear, how you walk, how you talk, it matters. It matters. You can speak the King's English or what used to be the King's English and not have your pants sagging and still be 100% black. But the looks I get, 
just being in this neighborhood, which is predominantly white and now Indian, like from India Indian, they look at me hatefully. They do not want me here. Never forget the first day moving into this house. White neighbor across the street approached my wife and I and the very first words out of her mouth is, are you renting or are you buying? She didn't say hello. She didn't say welcome to the neighborhood. She didn't say my name is. No, no. Very first words out of her mouth. When I see another black man, at the very least, I give him a head nod. You know, chin up. What's up? The unawareness of how important our black togetherness is should by now, me being the logical thinker that I am, should be prominent, should be at the forefront. Construction on Wakanda should be happening. But y'all know I'm a dreamer, right? And by the way, all those names that I mentioned, may they all rest in peace. To the families and the loved ones of those people, may they rest in peace. PNB Rock people, I, I know they're still in pain. It's too early. Takeoff, this just happened. There's all kind of feelings and emotions going on. I'm sure of it. We know what the problem is, right? Black men keep killing black men. Just over the holiday weekend, or not holiday particularly, but Halloween, you know, weekend, drive-by shooting, kids got shot up. Who are the shooters? A lot of times... So the black men, gangs, criminals, evil people, we have them in the black male community. Now, it gets complex. This is not a one-reason situation. There's multiple reasons. But common denominator, or when you boil something down, or when you get to the root of something, you can usually figure something out. We're moving too fast right now. Attention spans, literacy, knowledge of self 
knowledge, from education, it seems to be lacking. In fact, it is lacking. I mentioned in a recent episode, where are the songs like Self-Destruction where all the leading artists come together in the sake of trying to help their fellow man? Everybody out for self. And if the Bible and the stories in it are true, then we are sorely suffering from the golden bull syndrome because everybody wants that shiny shit, the cars, the jewelry, all the money. Me, 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 me. Look how much I got. When at the end of the day, don't none of that shit matter. But this is where we at. How did this happen? How did the brothers and sisters from the 60s not teach the people from the, to the 80s? How did the people in the 80s not teach the people in the 2000s? How did the people in the 2000s in 2022? How did we not get the black togetherness, the big picture, black man, don't kill that black man. Okay, you're going to have a disagreement. Knuckle up, nigga. Knuckle up. You won't even shoot him in the leg. You're shooting to kill another black man. We only, what, 12, 13% of the population as it is. And a lot of our black men are beat down by life, strung out on hard or soft drugs, incarcerated or unintelligent or uneducated. Well, I won't say unintelligent, but uneducated. There's a lot of smart brothers out there. As a black man, this bothers me. As a black man in my mid-50s, when I see a young brother in his 20s get murdered at the hand of most likely another brother, thinking what could have I done differently I am not a a popular person I'm not a, a leader like Martin Luther King or Malcolm X I've always shied away from that spotlight this podcast I hope to become popular for multitude of reasons of course I want success of course I would like it to generate a livable wage. Those were not even close to the primary reasons I started this podcast. I started this podcast to affect the world positively. I started this podcast so my immediate and future lineage will get to know me through this podcast. So they can say great, 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 great grandpa Mike's. This is who he was. He had a podcast. Let's listen to him. This is your bloodline talking. Those are two primary reasons I started this. 
I consider myself intelligent. I lead by example. So this is my contribution. Black men can listen to my podcast. And they're not going to get any fluff. They're not going to get any gossip. What I hope they get is an intelligent black man speaking intelligently. And hopefully they can learn something. Even though my podcast is not just for black men. There is a big picture that many black people, because we're so inundated in our own individuality that collectivity is lost. Bring it back. Because when you see another senseless killing of a successful young black man or any black man, the first thing you want to yell is, what the fuck is wrong with these niggas? Because it's frustrating. It's maddening. It's heartbreaking. Soul crushing. Because it continues to happen. But to any peaceful black person, I say to you, spread love. Now, I mentioned the factors. There's many multitudes of factors, starting with slavery and the repercussions of ongoing slavery and oppression. Lack of fathers in the home for a multitude of reasons. Lots of black families are broken. Lack of education, because school ain't cool to a lot of black people. I remember growing up in the projects in Harlem, if you were smart and you was book smart and educated, you wasn't cool, man. You had to be dumb to be cool and not understand big words. Lack of self Love. A lot of black men didn't receive love, don't know how to love, don't know how to receive love. Grew up in fucked up environments and a loveless home and are traumatized. I myself still to this day suffer from the repercussions of those traumas that I've seen. The many murders that have happened right in front of my face. The violence that was daily. And one day, 
somebody gets shot, somebody gets stabbed, somebody get beat down with a baseball bat, or there was a fight here, there. Somebody didn't get to get you know stabbed. Somebody get brass knuckles. You know what I'm saying? I mean sticks, chains. Eleventh grade, coming out of my building. Black man misses me by two or three inches. Most likely murdered. I knew the dude. He didn't seem like a suicidal suicidal individual. Smacked the pavement from 14 stories up. Splattered all over me. Brain matter. Blood. Guts. At 11th grade. Mind you, I got skipped from 3rd to 5th grade. I'm a youngster. Okay. I graduated high school when I was 16. So 15 years old, by 15, I'm like, damn. You know why I said damn? Because now I'm going to be late for school. Because I got to go back upstairs and change my clothes. A man just violently lost his life right in front of my face. I wasn't shocked. I wasn't saddened. I was inconvenienced. As I've gotten older and I've reflected on that and many other moments, I've allowed myself to process the true feelings that I learned to quickly and expeditiously extinguish. That was my coping mechanism. Some say it's hardness. It just makes you hard. It makes your, your heart cold. You become that when you grow up in an environment like that. If you choose to cope, if you choose to survive, you have no other choice but to either leave or find a way to deal with it efficiently and effectively. So that's what I did. It hardens you. More importantly, having seen things like that since as long as I can literally remember, it teaches you early in life about mortality. And in that developing young mind, unless you are loved, Unless you are reminded, you think he probably ain't going to make it. So you just live recklessly. And that's what happens with a lot of these young black men. 
they don't think they're going to make it past 21, 25. So they just out here wild. And like I said, it really is. I'm trying to stay in this wheelhouse, in this area, because it's easy to go out and broaden this out to humans. Because it's really humanity. Humanity been fucked up since day one. There's something fundamentally wrong with humans. We are violent creatures. But when it comes to my black men, I want it to change. I want Wakanda to be real. I want us as a race to set the example to the rest of the world on what true cohesiveness means when a people come together and make a conscious, purposeful decision to no longer kill one another. Imagine that. Spread the word to my killers, to my so-called real niggas, to my gang members. If you black, we need to come together. Yo, black man, do not kill another black man. Knuckle it up. Whoever wins the fight, it's over, dap, you won, whatever. So, I've been in many dice games. I've seen this happen at dice games. There's usually alcohol involved. There's usually drugs involved. There's usually a lot of machismo, bravado, and testosterone involved. Because we talking that shit. And money is involved shooting that dice. Boom, boom, bap. It gets out of hand. Rest in peace to Nate Dogg. I don't know if he wrote this line or if somebody else wrote it for him. But he said it and he performed it. Smoke weed every day. No. No. And Snoop should be the first one to start championing this. But I don't know because he seems like he is hopelessly addicted. And he should be one of the OGs out here that's condemning all of this shit. But he's staying so true to his past lyrics and his persona. That he don't have the courage to contradict his old self. He's still out here repping Crips. Smoking weed every day. And stands by bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. In my opinion, and I like Snoop. I like Snoop. He's one of the hardest working brothers out here these days. But it's hard to change. God bless the child that has his own. There's another one that's just wrong. 
And I'm not saying don't earn, don't get yours. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying think collectively. Think in terms of your people. I help people. I do have a story though. So one of the companies I own, I hired people. And this was in a service-based industry. And given the geographic region in which I live, I had always hired mostly Latinos. I hired black people too, but mostly Latinos. On one contract, I decided I'm staffing this with nothing but brothers. And the service I provided was in multiple locations spread out. The contract didn't last three months. From day one, I had people calling and I can't make it. Consistently late. The work itself sucked. After it was all said and done, I talked to my wife. And I said, I made a mistake. One of the mistakes I made was not hiring based on work experience and competency. I was hiring people just because they was black. Giving them the benefit of the doubt. And when I had all the people, black people I had hired in one room, I said, we black, we need to do this thing. Didn't matter though. I wish I had a different story to tell you. But that is what happened to me. We as a people are beat down. We're only decades out of centuries long suffering and the systemic blockages are still out there. So I understand why those people I hired are the way they are. And that's not making excuses for them. Because as a business owner, it sucked for me. It sucked for my business image. It sucked for my business's reputation. It was a learning experience for me. But being a black man, I would be lying if I said, I didn't, I, I, you know, I understand. People like to say, you know, white people, a lot of people, black people, they lazy. No. No. And even if that is true, there's a justifiable reason for that laziness that may be DNA based. Just like alcoholism can be passed on. 
so can a well-earned sigh of relief. You say, yo, Mike, what the fuck are you talking about? What I'm talking about is for centuries, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, we were enslaved and forced to do backbreaking work and build a country. Literally. And now that there's a little reprieve from that, at a DNA molecular level, we just want to go, <sighs> we just want to fucking exhale and chill. And for some, that equates to laziness. Like I said, it's deep and it's complex. The reasons why black people are the way they are. And that's so generally speaking, because black people come in every shape, size, flavor, educational level, intellect, violent, nonviolent. We are every form of human that there is to exist, but it's got to be more focused. We can run this shit. Understand me. If we come together. Once again. I don't mean that in a racist overthrow the planet. Situation. But being original man. If we. Lead the way to peace. Lead the way to a world that does not focus on the individual, that does not worship capitalistic gain. We can lead this world in a completely different direction. Imagine for just a moment, every black person from a baby to a hundred plus years old recognizes and acknowledges each other peacefully. Now, like I said, I'm a dreamer. I know there's dudes out there smoking that wet that's on Percocet with Molly and all kinds of just drugs I probably don't even know about. That fentanyl, smoking that lie, that dust. It's just, 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 just out of their minds. Trying to bury that, that hate within them. Trying to, to calm that savage beast within them. Trying to stifle out that pain. Because they mama didn't love them. They mama beat them. They stepdaddy molested them. They, they grew up with rats and roaches and violence all around them. I grew up with all of that. And I still love myself. And I still love my people. And I want to kill no one. Let me repeat that. I grew up in Harlem. In the 70s. In the 80s. I grew up in the Bronx. In the 70s. And the 80s. I had no father. 
you turn on the lights, the counter start moving because we had so many roaches, mice, rats, junkies everywhere, broken glass everywhere, murders, shootings, stabbings, hatred, all around me. Why am I not a hateful murderer? Why do I know how to control my anger? Why do I have no desire to take the life of another black man? Or any man for that reason. I've had to defend myself. I've had to protect my life. I've had to protect the life of others. And I did so without having to take the life of someone else. I, like anyone, if forced to, would do that. Like I said, I'm not naive. We live on Earth. Earth is a violent place. Has been since day one. Whether it's an accident, accident an animal, or a human trying to take your life. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Joe. What you say about my mother? Pow, pow. I'm talking about Joe. I want them Jordans. Pow, pow. I'm talking about what? What set you claiming? You happen to be walking here? Pow, pow. I'm talking about yeah. Yo, you stepped on my, you stepped on my joints, yo. What's up, son? Uh, uh. I'm going to stick you three times. I'm talking about yo. I want that. I can't have your fame, but I can take that chain. Pow, pow. That's what I'm talking about. When I look back on the reasons why I had no desire to murder even though I was surrounded by murderers. Two reasons. I had love in my house. My mother and my grandmother, God rest my grandmother's soul, hugged me and kissed me and said, I love you every day. I knew I was loved and I felt that love daily. Two, The last day of kindergarten, when I was still in public school, I had the weird and strange desire to give this boy a haircut. Which I did. Needless to say, his mama was not too pleased. Happened to be the last day of school, thanks to me, because I probably would have got kicked out or severely reprimanded. Never forget that day. I was in kindergarten. Never forget that day. Because my grandmother called my mother from the school. Told her to meet me at the Catholic school a few blocks away. We walked 
from that school, pass my projects to the Catholic school, and they got the information they needed to get me in there the next year. Because at that time, the teachers could beat your ass in the Catholic school. And they did. Now, for me, it wasn't anything severe. It might smack you upside the head, or they may tell you hands. You have a stack of rulers taped together and smack your hands. But if you fucked up, them nuns and them teachers had authority to fuck your little ass up. And I'm not saying that's the answer. That's the disciplinary answer. Because in fact, that's just carrying over in some forms the slave master's way of disciplining humans. Disciplining slaves. But there's something to say about corporal punishment. A tap on the ass, especially for really young individuals who you are challenged to really convey the concept of consequences to action. And that led to my educational journey, which was my second point. I had those two things that a lot of black men know have. Love in the home and a good education. Because the smarter you are, the more you realize how dumb violence is. Make no mistake, there are educated people who are violent. There are just evil, violent people on planet Earth. There are just evil, violent people who that's who they are at their core. They're unhappy and that old saying, misery loves company. They want everybody else to be sad and fucked up like they are. There are the predators and there are the prey. It's been that way since day one. So, while I am the dream, And I am a believer in Dr. King's dream. I'm also a realist. I know no matter how hard we try. If this episode went what we call viral. And we made a conscious decision. To bring back. What's up brother? What's up sister? What's up, black? What's up, black? Can't see me? Because I refuse to do video so far. But I'm putting up my fist. What's up, black? Power to the people. Black power. If we bring that back, there will still be some black people that will say, fuck you. I'm out for self. I don't care if you're black or not. I'm taking your shit at gunpoint, at knife point. I'm kicking in your door, robbing and raping your family. 
or I got this flag hanging out my back pocket. I don't care what color you are. If you got the opposite color in your back pocket, I'm killing you, black man or not. Or we shaking these dice and one word leads to another. I'm going to kill you. I'd love to believe that we could make that happen. I mean, black togetherness, like every black person, all 30, 40 million of us here in America could lead by example and come together as a people. But niggas kill niggas. Right? So here's the question. How do we get the hurt, the broken, the evil, the criminal, the violent black men? The two components that I identified that are missing. How do we get them love? And how do we get them educated? How? That's what's missing. Self-love and love from others. Now, a lot of gang members think they got that love, right? They get jumped in. They part of that for life. Can't get out if they try. Or I won't say they can't, but it's very, very difficult to leave that gang life. But they think they got love and in some sense. They do, right? But it's not really love. It's more of their part of a, of a form of military. But with no benefits. And how do we get them educated? Huh? How do we get them educated? Also, how do we get those in pop culture, in popular culture, to stop glorifying the bullshit for the sake of money, for the sake of profit. I ain't got nothing against 50 Cent. I know where his basic story is, know where he comes from. But, you know, dramatizing street drug violence, violence and bullshit Gangster rap making it popular to be a thug. And you say, yeah, you just an old dude talking that shit. Yeah, I am. Because back in my days, like I said, we had, you know, self-destruction in record. It ain't for self-destruction. You know what I'm saying? We had LL talking funny shit, positive shit. You know, it wasn't all about get the money, get the bag, get the money, Get the bag. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to stab you. I'm going to get you. I'm going to take your shit. I'm a goon. I'm a goblin. 
Where's the responsibility? Maybe there's positive shit out there. The only only positive dude off the top of my dome I could think of is Chance the Raptor. I mean, Chance uh, the Raptor. He's not a dinosaur. Chance the Rapper. Surely there's others. There's got to be others. Who's the public enemy in 2022? P.E. Hmm? Who was pro-black. And not about, I want this gold chain. I want these diamonds. I want this Bentley, this Ferrari, this Lambo. I want 18 bitches. Excuse me. I don't mean to say bitches. I want 18 women. Where's the positivity? In entertainment. Is that all we got, black people? I'm talking to all you entertainers. I'm talking to all to you, all you rappers, all you singers, all you producers, directors, content creators. Calling you out. Where the fuck y'all at? Hmm? Do you have the balls to be positive? Do you have the nuts? To say, okay, I'm going to do this just for my people. Is that all we got? Gangster rap and sports. That's it? That's all we good for? And killing each other. Over bullshit. I don't think so. I don't think that's all we got. I think we got more than that. I think we are more than that. I know we're more than that. And people say, well, yo, it's on the OGs. They didn't pass that on. That's bullshit because I'm just, I just mentioned you. Vandorious. Look it up. See what group pops up when you hear that. We passed on a lot of positivity. But like I said, Big picture shit. Humans are attracted to the car wreck, to the plane crash, to the drama, to the negativity, to the bullshit. Let's consciously acknowledge that and change it. Would you be bored if there was no murder? Would you be bored if there was no drama? Would you be bored for what no he said, she said? This goes to my sisters too. Because we all know a lot of y'all about that drama. But I can tell you, you can have a profound effect on your black man. Yes, you can. Now this is going to sound weird and controversial. But if a lot of sisters put out more have more sex. Make your black man more calm. I know to some that may sound crazy. Because you're thinking about STDs. You're thinking about kids. We need to get our numbers up anyway. 
I'm reminded of a a lyric from a song by Gladys Knight and the Pips. The song is called If I Was Your Woman. She said, uh, My love would overrule my senses and I call you back for more. She said, If you had the strength to walk out that door, my love would overrule my senses and I'd call you back for more. You'd be weak as a lamb. What Gladys was saying is, if you're trying to leave me, I'm going to give you even more pussy and you ain't going to be able to stand up. I'm draining every ounce out you. If she was your woman. As a black man, I'm here to tell you when you got the right woman with you that knows how to hold you down. And I hate that term, holding you down. That is a negative term, just like the word nick. Nick, E-R or A. Nigga is just bad. I hate saying it, but I had to say it for this episode. There are none niggas, as Richard Pryor said. After visiting Africa or while in Africa. But when a man's confidence and self-worth is boosted by a woman's love and affection, you can't tell that man nothing. He walks out that door ready to live. Ready to be proud. Feeling like a man. I've heard songs recently that the girl said, well, eat it and leave and leave. You know, I don't recall no songs like that back in my days. Which wasn't that long ago, okay? I like a lot of the, the young music out here these days. I like a lot of the music. And I'd be lying if I say that a lot of that gangster rap don't hit. It hit. It sounds awesome. It's horrible content, but it sounds good. So I get it. I get it. But women, you have a big role in this. I come from the hood, born and raised in the hood, poor, fatherless, no uncles, no male influence, love and education saved me. How can we get these things to the brothers that don't have that? How can we teach the concept of not killing even in disagreement situations? 
When people feel threatened, when people feel embarrassed, they feel like they got to save face. Especially these days where everything is recorded, right? You can take that embarrassment. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. I don't have all the answers. I don't have all the questions. Rest in peace to take off and to every other name that I mentioned in this episode and to every black man that has been killed and murdered at the hand of another black man. And like I said, I'm not a racist. So God bless everyone that's ever died ever. Rest in peace. I hope your souls rested in peace. But like I said, I had to zoom in on my brothers today. Because I am sick and tired of being sick and tired. I heard my song say this is normal. This has been normalized. We are desensitized. Well, wake the fuck up. Black people, black men, let's lead. Start a website. If I was popular enough, I would start one. Who's hot? I don't know. Anybody start with Lil. Lil this. I know there's a bunch of babies out there. The baby, little baby, the ones that's still older but relevant. Drake, I was going to say Kanye, I don't know. Uh, you know, Wheezy, I don't know. 50 really ain't making music no more. J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar. He seems, I guess, a little positive, right? You know, where's the collabos? With five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten of y'all coming together and making a powerful song or two about stopping black on black murder. Where y'all at? Where's the movie TV producers? And you know, it ain't just movie and TV. Well, TV now includes streaming. You know, who watches the air TV, the, you know, the broadcast television? Everybody's on Netflix. Netflix, Hulu, Apple TV, Disney, HBO Max, Amazon Prime. Put out some positive shit. Fuck this Jeffrey Dahmer bullshit. Put out positive black stories. There's Family Reunion. Very positive. Love that show, Family Reunion. Several people, I don't really watch a lot of TV, but several people in my family watch that show. I walk through the, 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 the room. I'll see it on. I'll check it out. There's another one animated show my son watches called The Deep about the Necton family. It's positive shit out there. It's just scarce. Hey, humans. Change what you attracted to. Nice, beautiful stuff does not have to be perceived as boring. Watching murder 
death, violence, dismemberment, stabbings, shootings for entertainment is dumb. It's flat out stupid. There are beautiful tales to be told. Let's tell them. Let's become attracted to that beauty. Peace. Calmness. Nature. Nonviolent music and entertainment. How about that? From this day forward, I don't care who that black person is. Let's begin the togetherness project. And I don't know if it exists. Togethernessproject.com. Togethernessproject.org. Blacktogetherness.something. I don't know. If you see another black person, say hello. Say what's up. Say good day to you, brother. Hello, sister. And I know you say, yo, Mike, I don't, I don't do that. It's for the people. It's for our people. Imagine just for a second. The top 1%, top, well, I probably have to go deeper than that. Top 15% of wealth earners, black wealth earners in the United States decided there's only 35 to 40 million black people in America. We're going to make sure all of them are whole financially. We got enough black rich people to do our own reparations. And you say, yo, Mike, slow down. Slow down. No. No. I don't know if Oprah and, well, Kanye was a billionaire. You know, how much would it take? Where are the black economists? Where are the black number crunches and accountants and see what it would take that every black baby born from now on gets educated and gets love. And you say, yo, Mike, you tripping. Because there's 16-year-old kids out there raising babies. It's 21-year-old crackheads, meth heads, fentanyl heads, drugged out, non-scruple having women out there, young girls having babies. It's babies raising babies. And all they care about is their eyelashes and they weave and some red bottoms. That's their world. That's all they give a fuck about. They don't give a fuck about black people. They don't give a fuck about nothing else. Nobody else. All they want is the bag. I believe the children are the future is the are the beginning of the words to a song called the greatest or the greatest love of all. Have them listen to that song. 
Tell them some good books to read. Reach them. Teach them. This can happen. This can happen. Will it be perfect? Zero black on black murders? I don't know. I'm a dreamer. And I just want to be clear, Migos probably would have never gave me the time of day. I'm I'm you know, I'm not a I'm not a fan dude, right? I'm not like, oh, look at those person. Let me have your autograph. I'm just not that dude. Never been that dude. I grew up around famous people. I know a lot of famous people. So I'm not that dude. I won't say I know a lot of famous people. I know several famous people. It can happen. It should happen. It could happen. Where there's a lot less. What would the powers that be and the media do if there was no black-on-black crime to report, I think some, oh, shit, what's happening would happen. Don't you? And people started looking to us like, yo, the vast majority of black people are peaceful and educated. And successful, not by a measure of money, but by a measure of personal fulfillment, personal happiness, healthiness, mental health, physical health, spiritual health, and have suddenly changed. What's going on? If more of us infiltrated, I don't know, law enforcement. If more of us infiltrated, oh, I don't know, politics. If more of us infiltrated, I don't know, the educational system. Uh, I, Hey, these are just suggestions. These are suggestions from Mike of the Mike's Opinion Podcast, who wholeheartedly and sorely seeks, craves, and desires utopia. And I don't apologize for wanting it. Keep the drama. Keep the violence. Keep the bullshit. You can have all of it. I love love. I love peace. I love kindness. And I am not afraid to be kind. I do not fear being nice, merciful, and forgiving. Some people call it, you're a punk. Some people say, you're soft. Nope. I'm a man. 
I'm a real man. I am not a real nigga. Because niggas kill niggas. Right? I'm Mike. This is the Mike's Opinion Podcast. Thank you so much for listening.